What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome back to another episode of the Low Life Motherfucking Chopper Podcast. What's up, you little rascals? <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back, and Welcome. we are joined by Chris from Oxford Co. Choppers out in, is it Oxford, Connecticut? Yep. Oxford, Connecticut. Where, whereabouts is that? It's pretty central to the state. Um, yeah. Probably more southwestern. Okay. It's right also, off. Oh, I was just going to say, we have a special guest. You see his shoulder in the shot here. Who, who is that? Can I move over? Am I good? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hi, my name's Rick. <laughs> you guys might have heard of him. Um, we mentioned him a few times on our show. Chicken Richard. Chicken fried choppers, chopshit.com, chop Oxford Choppers <laughs> IT help specialist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be possible without them. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for getting them set up. Oh, and we got what, Buddy? Buddy. No, buddy. buddy. He's, he's in a tug of war right now, though. He <laughs> uh, what kind of dog is Buddy? Buddy, I believe the boxer uh, mix, probably maybe some pit in there, but mostly boxer. Boxer, yeah. Yeah, he's a great dog. Definitely not, a good boy. Not really sure of his story. He's from Texas. Um, you know how you know how the rescue agencies are. They come up with some crazy stories. Yeah. They think he got caught in an animal trap, but. I've never seen an animal trap in the wild. Who knows what happened to him, but they spent a lot of energy and money on getting them fixed back up. So someone told me he got hit by a car. (laughs) Is there just like a bunch of rumors going around of what happened to your dog? (laughs) Urban legends. He's still going. Yeah, pick up whatever you want. Yeah, that's why you gotta love dogs, dude. They lose their face. They're just like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. You know? Not give I, a shit. That's for sure. Yeah. So you, how old uh, How old was he when, he when you adopted him? I got him about a year ago now, and he was about a year and a half old when I got him. So okay. He's still and he late. came up from Texas, you said? Yeah, he was a rescue from Texas. Yeah. Damn, yeah, that's awesome. How'd you uh, how'd you come across them? Was it on like an adoption website or some shit? I wasn't even really looking for dogs, but I was going through a tough time with my dog at the time of like fourteen and a half years. He was he passed away, and then we found out that my other dog, like right after that, had bone cancer. And then oh, you know you find yourself on adoption websites just. And then I saw his face pop up, and it was like, I mean, I got to I got at least throw my name in the hat. And yeah. yeah, they they found it to be a really good fit, and I'm glad they did because I mean, it all worked out for the best. That's awesome. He's definitely everybody's buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's face. really well behaved. I've seen him at shows. He just like chills. <laughs> he is. He is. I couldn't ask for a better dog. I'm real. I'm real fortunate to have him. Does he have any, like, I guess, any health issues that you have to, like, work on with him? Or is he just, like, do you, you don't have to, is he on any meds or any therapy or anything? No. Can he see? Shockingly, shockingly, I think he still has some sense of smell because he does sniff a lot. Like Really? Stuff, yeah. And then, uh, like, he's got a special water bowl. 
Um, and then he's got a, a special food bowl, which is like essentially a small trough. So, and even that he gets food all over the place. It's more or less, like he's just a really, really messy dog, but, and he makes a lot of noises, but you know, no shit. Oh, yeah. as far as dogs, he's, he's normal. He's That's normal awesome, dog. dude. There's no medication. There's no special vet visits or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. That's awesome, buddy. You're a fucking nice. champ. Yeah, I'm stoked to have him. Well, now that we know your dog, let's get to know you a little bit. <laughs> uh, so where did it all start for you? How long have you been doing the motorcycle shit? Uh, has it always been choppers, or did you just slowly graduate to that? I probably did the slow graduation, like you're saying. I got my first bike when I was a senior in high school, and it was a 86 uh, XLH 1100 with the bathtub heads. It was like a real strange year. They're four speed Evos. So they have those charging nightmares and stuff like yeah. that. But I remember I took a loan out for like three grand and I thought I was going to get like all the chicks in school. And that was when like ninjas and shit were popular. So yeah, I'm like looking down Harley. That was like <laughs> fucking leaking. And I don't think I ever got a girl. <laughs> and then, that's, you know, yeah, that's they, a great lie they sold us all <laughs> girls don't like bikes at all <laughs> i mean it still was fun but it, it was a, it was a four-speed evo and it had a lot of problems and i didn't really know how to work on anything at the time and i was really into skateboarding so that kind of took off and I stuck with that for years and years and years, and I still had this bike. And then um, I started getting really hurt skateboarding. Like, I was to the point where I would like, you know, ACLs, MCLs, and, like, you know, I broke three lumbar bones in my back and, like, serious wrist surgeries. And oh, damn. It, it you was a big like, stair gap guy or what? I used to, like, skating, <laughs> like, rails a lot and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So usually I, those I, guys I, that have that shit, they're either vert or love jumping fucking stair gaps. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like have the talent that my friends had, so I would just take simple tricks and bring them as far as I could. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And usually getting broke off in the process. But, <laughs> um, but once my boss approached me, it was like, you know, you can't keep taking like four or six months off for like recovery. <laughs> <laughs> I had like Aflac at the time. I had the whole system worked out. So like if I missed work, I was still getting like 80% of my check. Like, yeah. I, and, you know, hurt. I had the whole system. Pretty much, yeah, that's like skateboarder a skateboarder at that point. Se Semi-pro. <laughs> Aflac-sponsored skateboarding. But... <laughs> so, yeah, my boss hit me up with that. I kind of said, you know, what are you, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, and I'm getting a little older and, then my buddy showed me like six over and I think that was like when it first came out and then it was just kind of like, Oh, this is what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? Like I watched yeah. six over and that was like a whole new thing that still seemed like exclusive and kind of like out of the spotlight. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's, it's choppers just grab you, you get bit by it. And I don't know, you guys got it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's usually it... uh, hardcore kids or skateboard kids or IT nerds like me and Nick, uh, me and me and, me and uh, fucking Chicken Rick. 
spent my whole life not being cool, so you know, I'm trying to. <laughs> I hear that, man. How long did you? How long, before we get past the whole skateboarding thing, how long did you skate for? Was that like a whole childhood thing? Yeah, yeah, probably like, yeah. I mean, I'm still skating now. Um, I just, yeah, I, so, fuck, yeah, pretty much since I was like 10 years old up until. Do you remember I mean, your first setup? It, yeah, my first setup was probably like, yeah, when I was like 10 years old, I think. And then I just skated, 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 you know, local shop sponsors and shit like that. And I'm close enough to New York City. Um, and that's like where, that's like the best skateboard scene. As far as I'm concerned, there is, you know, besides California, and I'd even argue that it's better just because fuck the West Coast. But yeah, <laughs> oh, starting a beef again. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, did you I ever know. have? Did you have like awesome. a certain? Did you have like a certain company that like that was your fucking shit or what? No, no, I skated like shop decks just because I would get like like one a month or like two a month, and then okay. they were cheaper, and I was going through them like once a week or once every. Yep. So I could just skate whatever shop decks I could or pretty much whatever was on the wall that was my size just because I was getting good prices at the shop, you know? Sick. I mean, like, Deluxe, <laughs> all those companies, real, those are, that was, like, always, like, my favorite, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was yeah. always a I was always a black label kid when I was growing up because those dudes were just wild as fuck, like, fighting people in the streets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's still a company. actually. Are they? Because I was looking for a black label deck because I just started skating again after like not skating for fifteen years, and uh, I went. I went. In, I found a skate shop like for the miracle of God. Like, there's not even skate shops anymore. And uh, yeah. the guy was like, "Well, what are you looking for?" I'm like, "I mean, the ideal setup would be like black label deck, independent trucks, lucky bearings, Spitfire wheels." And he's like. When was the last time you bought a setup, bro? <laughs> He's like, we don't carry lucky bearings or black label. Hell He's yeah. like, how old are you? Get out of my shop. <laughs> but I it was dope, though, because when I, I bought my first deck, it ended up being at Zoomies, dude, which fucking whatever. Fuck those guys. Um, but it was in the mall, so it was dope because I got to like live out one of my fucking childhood fantasies and skate out of the mall. So that was dope as fuck. <laughs> 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 I haven't heard that movie in a long time, dude. Think about it. <laughs> no, I'm fucking around. Um, so, yeah, I bought, I'm sorry. So I got that 1100 still, and I watched Six Over. And just like I'm sure everybody else did, I fucking got a Buzzbox 110 volt MIG welder, a cheap grinder, and a handful of tools and fucking made a lot of noise yeah. and had, had, had at it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Built a chop. Somehow, miraculously, it went down the road and got me around for a really long time. And it was at a time where um, my buddy Mike, Kokomo Cycles in the city, he's, like, great at, like, wheels now. That's what he offers. But um, he was building, like, an excess chopper. And then my other fucking, like, best friend, Chris, he was building, like, a it's a KX. 650 four-cylinder chopper like whatever we had we were building and we were all doing it with the same like 110 
bolt MIG welder, like, and yeah. you know, some grinders. Somehow we made it. We made it. We got them. We got them all done. Chris still rides his Kawasaki chopper. Like that's his bike still to this day. That's awesome. Didn't he crash the shit out of it and fix it and get it back going? <laughs> he crashed. That's actually a funny story. <laughs> He crashed it. He crashed it on Route 8. There was a, it wasn't his fault. He was following a truck, and I guess there was a 4x4 four four that must have fallen off of a truck, and it came up in between the wheels of the truck in front of him, and he couldn't see it or do anything about it in time, so he ended up hitting that on the highway and crashing. Like, it was a good, it was a pretty good wreck. Wow. He called the tow company because he just, you know, he got taken away, and, you know, the tow company comes, and they pick up your bike, and they leave, and so, so he called up the tow company, gets his bearings all back together, calls the tow company, he says, yo, uh, you know, how's the bike? He goes, man, dude, he goes, this thing's smoke. Like, he's like, you should be glad to be alive, you know, telling him bike's fucking totaled, everything like that. He goes down, he's, he's expecting his bike to be all fucked up. He shows up at the tow yard. And I think the only thing that was wrong with it was just a fucked up headlight. It's just because it's such a clapped out chopper the dude thought it was fucking <laughs> look at the welds on this thing yeah. Broken this thing was this thing was totaled before it got in a crash yeah, yeah. so that, that yeah what are you talking about dude it's gonna fucking go Chris is He's still yeah. oh, those are good years because yeah i remember his fender kept falling off you know like i said these are our first choppers the shit was breaking off left and right and that was his only i think his only vehicle that year too so he had like his fender fell off and his his tail light and his fucking license plate and everything fell off so he just zip tied everything to his backpack so and that's how he rode around. He just rode around with a backpack with his shit all on there. So he's he's get pulled over all the time. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, all well, his license plate oh was yeah, it wasn't wired or nothing, but he had the taillight zip tied to his backpack <laughs> and everything. Oh my god. So what about uh Oxford, uh, Oxford Co. Choppers, like, how old is is that business? What do you guys do? Tell us a little bit about it. Roughly about a year old. Uh, it, it's a partnership with my buddy, who's like my best friend, John John Dunn. He's um, Johnny Rotten on Instagram. Um, oh yeah, yeah, okay. He handles all of like transmission rebuilds. Uh, if you have, you know transmission case repairs and stuff like that. He'll handle all that stuff. He does more or less like the, the mechanical ends and stuff. He's like a, a certified Audi tech. Um, and choppers are his passion as well. So he takes that, you know, he takes, he takes it to the next level when it comes to like checking tolerances and all these things. So he's smart. He's yeah. He, yeah. He's the guy you want working on your transmission. So, um, yeah, he does all the really hard stuff, and I just do like the fucking blacksmithing, heating stuff up, and smashing it, cutting it. But okay. um, 
Yeah, he, he just moved to South Carolina. So um, he just finished up a panhead transmission for our buddy Eric. But uh, if anybody needs transmission work, you know, we do that. Or, you know, if you want rocker boxes, you want to bring them all back to factory tolerances. You know what I mean? We do all that stuff. The only holdup now is that John just moved to South Carolina. So he's kind of like setting his shop up still. So it depends how much work he has on, on his plate right now. But right. It's, it's stuff we could do. It's just I'm going to ship it down there. I have a feeling he's going to be back up here in a couple of years. I mean. <laughs> yeah, why did he move down there? For the he weather? Um, I think he just wanted to get out of the cold, try something new. Yeah. You know, I, honestly, I'm kind of envious of that. I'm I'm too I'm too much of a bitch to do that. So <laughs> at least he's going to give it a try. Yeah. Uh, Joe, yeah. You know, selfishly, I hope he comes back up here and and you know he gets to be back in here doing the transitions and stuff like that. But for now, it's it's we're still figuring out a way to do it all and shipping stuff down there and getting it back. Right. That seems to be working fine. But like I said, right now he's setting up his shop, so we're a little bit slow start right now with that. Stuff. Yeah, he'll be back. New England won't let you go if you're yeah. New England. If you're That's, a true I'm New old, England boy, I love this place. And then as far as what else we do, um, I'll make any kind of handlebars you want. Um, right now I got a Springer. I'm straightening out for Wes. Uh, it's like an old Springer. I'll straighten Springers. I'll make you a sissy bar. Anything and anything, you know what I mean. So you do you do fully custom stuff. You, you're not like you're not like uh, manufacturing a certain type of handlebar. You just like per order whatever you want, make it. Pasteurizers, extendless stainless, you know the hot boy stuff. I was All yeah, that, I'm a cool guy. I like the extended cast risers, but like there's yes. there's a group of guys that do it out there. I just do it a lot different. Um, like I, I actually weld the bars right into the actual cast and then go back over, fine it, and needle scale it so you can't tell. Cause I know shit. Yeah. So like these are these are fixed in there, like without actually having like a weld ran around. But I like doing those kind of bars, um, just because I got them pretty well figured out, and I don't want to offer anything to somebody that I don't feel really stoked on or that I have room for improvement on or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you yeah, made some pretty cool bars. I want to show them here. Yeah, yeah. Without having them welded, and I don't know, I like wheeling and really riding my bike. Those handlebars yeah. will fly right out of those casts pretty quickly. So these are pretty sick. So you you work mostly stainless, but you'll do them when whatever the customer wants. I don't right? want to let things leave here unless they're finished. So like, I won't yeah. do anything unless it's stainless because I don't know what yeah. you're gonna do with it if it's mild. Like, if I make you a mild set of T bars. And you don't fucking finish them properly, like yeah. Like, who made those handlebars? Oh, Chris, man, they're pretty fucking rusted. Dude, look at these fucking gnarly assies, dude. I'd, Holy I'd shit! Rather, yeah, I'd rather you know what I mean. Just finish them. Done dude, I them. saw what were they? Uh, where are they? The Derek bars are my favorite. Oh yeah, Derek hit me dude, up. These are so nuts. <laughs> they don't ride that good. I wouldn't suggest getting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're those are similar i don't know if you guys know kyle from like uh let fist up in upstate new york he was like uh he was like an invited builder out to born free and stuff like that he had a bunch of bikes and truck but he made a he made a his, one of his one of my favorite bikes he built was like brown sugar it was a slab side 
gen shovel. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bars very similar to those, and that bike was just. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Stainless all the way, dude. Especially with bars, it's like, <clears throat> I don't even want chrome bars. That's a pain in the fucking ass, you know? It costs stainless a lot. Stainless is too. the way to go. It costs yeah. a lot, but also it doesn't even look as good to me as stainless, like polished stainless. You can polish that to just as good as chrome almost, you know? And then if you fuck them up, you can always just repolish them. <laughs> yeah, just repolish them. Just bring them down and. and also add on to them too. I weld like a uh, weld like air mount to right to my bar. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's a good point too. Yeah, with stainless, you can just. Yeah, you can you can even change them, you know? Like, if you have your riser height too high, you can just chop them and weld them again, you know? Cut them up, yeah. Blend them. Yeah. My whole thing is that if you buy brand new chrome handlebars and you put them on your bike, it's like, oh, the rest of my bike looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can Whereas, it. like, stainless, it kind of blends a little bit. You know, yeah. a little yeah. faded. It kind of looks like your lower is if you, you shine them You can patina up. them. Yeah, you can scuff them up a bit, you know, make them match. <laughs> Your whole bike's at 60%, just 60% polish. That's it. So you also do do shifters too, right? Are you pouring the – are those like resin shifters? No. Are you doing yourself or – I pretty much go to the hippie chicks at like the flea markets and stuff like that where they got all the crystals (laughs) and shit. And then usually they got a bin of like – you know, like some off shit. So I try to find the skulls and stuff like that. And that's that challenging in itself just because um, I don't know fuck all about drilling glass. You know what I mean? So some of the shit's like a, a, a super hard stone and I just fuck up and burn out bits or sometimes I get lucky and they're like a super soft stone. And I don't, I'm not a, I'm not yeah. an archaeologist. Oh, so those aren't, those aren't resin. Those are actual stone fucking skulls. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, dude, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. They're. I've probably broken more than. I mean, I could show you. There's there's plenty of broken ones laying around here, but they're just they're just small little, two inch skulls. Oh, that's awesome. And like oh, dude, here, this one I got pretty, sick. This one I got pretty close on. <laughs> I lost <Pretty> that battle. <laughs> But yeah, that's some that's some wicked shit. You don't know if there's like a hex put on that skull when you're drilling it, it fucks up your bit. That's fucking awesome. So do you do uh so you do handlebars, you do like uh, rebuild stuff. Are you doing like full builds too, full commission builds? I'm doing one right now that's not here. Um, I just finished it up, finished all the fabrication work, so it's actually up. Um, I'll do full builds for somebody, if, if but you just got to be patient, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, you know, I'm one man right now, and I'm just like everybody else, like a full-time job hobbies that I like outside of this, you know what I mean? So just day to day stuff that takes up so much time that, you know, even yeah. getting down here for two hours a day is a lot sometimes. But yeah. So yeah. a full build, I mean, you know how long it takes you to build your own full build and yeah. Shit, sometimes that's like 
working around the clock on the weekends just because summer's around the corner. And to be honest with you, I just don't have that drive. Like, yeah. Especially after you work all day and stuff like that. It's different for you and like you want to get your bike on the road and stuff like that. But he's got a shovel head chopper right here. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's uh let's go for a walk. We'll go for a ride, guys. He's got a <laughs> shovel head chopper right here that he's putting together if somebody wants to claim it. And uh you can see his handlebars right here. He does apes with uh you know welded in fancy boy risers, all stainless. And we're working backwards and we're trying to figure it out. But yeah, uh, I think that that's the ticket, right? You know, you build a bike that you like. And yeah, so I guess if somebody really wants a bike built, there's honestly better people out there to do it. Like Nate from Plum Cycles, he's... He's got it mastered. <laughs> he oh, yeah. seems to crank him, crank him out. He does a really good job. Um, for me, I like to see the the finish line, and he, and he does it full time. You know, yeah. So right. I can't yeah, that's see, a huge difference. Yeah. So for me to for me to build a full bike, like you're gonna have to hang in there with me yeah. for like eight months, and people just don't have that patience. You know. Yeah. So I'm I'm down to do it. I'll do it for a pretty good price. You'll get a really good job, but it's going to take a long fucking time, you know? Yeah. Because all the little jobs trickle in in between too, you know, and those right. things are what fill the gas tank, five filler rod, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. really make money down here. I just buy more shit that I want, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is as good and it's as all it custom can. too. I mean, like if you're, pounding at handlebars and you have a little jig and you're just like Z -Z -Z, and you have like a bunch of parts you can have like a stock of it but yeah if you're doing custom stuff you have to kind of engineer each part every time something new comes in yep but, but i like that that's what yeah. keeps it interesting like yeah. if, if i was just down here making those cast t-bars over and over again i'd hate it yeah is your shop it's it's a shop it's not like your garage it's like a shop off outside your house it, it is my house. It's uh, yeah. I got oh, okay. really, really lucky. Um, there's, it's I live in essentially just like a, a three bedroom ranch with like a finished basement and a two car garage. Mm -hmm. With a two car garage, somebody blew it out and put this whole shop onto the two car garage. So like, it's, it's like, like a, a double length two car garage, except the garage part where that goes outside. It's got like a fifteen foot ceiling. Yeah, you can put a car oh, lift in here. It's it's a yeah. I bought this house because of the garage. <laughs> I was and just gonna ask. Yeah, yeah, like a true legend. Yep, and then uh, and then I just fell in love with the neighborhood. Oh no shit! Yeah, so I got super lucky when we moved here when i moved here i should say because uh like right up the road i met you know a couple of my best friends now i got lou and norton um i was just hanging out here with super saturday a couple summers ago and uh my buddy john and johnny panhead and those dudes are coming up to meet me here and then we were going to ride up to new milford to link up with the rest of the dudes for the ride and they come in all hot screaming Dude, old guys, choppers, like gray hair, jockey shifting. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And they were like, dude, we just saw old guys, like panhead, like choppers. And I'm like, no fucking way, dude. I knew this town had some shit. So, uh, so yeah, we're in the driveway. And then 
no more than two minutes pass. And, you know, you hear that dry clutch <laughs> screaming and here comes Lou and Lou. I don't know him at the time. It's just some, you know, an older dude comes jockey shifting into the driveway and cleanest, cleanest shovel head. You guys probably he saw just it pulled in. Dude, he saw the same thing. They passed and he's he was like, what the he's fuck? an alcoholic dude. Like, yeah, cut from the same cloth, dude. They were like, you know. You don't see that shit every day. So yeah. he turned around, he pulled in. He said, what's the worst that's going to happen? Are they going to kick me out? You know? So he came down and, and he brought, he, he called up his brother and all the other guys. He just turned around because he forgot his wallet. So it just happened to be lucky. And then. He's got um, he's got a shovelhead chopper. His brother his brother Norton's got a shovelhead chopper, but Norton's also like super 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 experienced machinist. Like oh shit, he's like yeah. So I I like I got so lucky. Like my first so cool. Yeah, my first couple months here, and like I don't I don't think I annoy the guys. I think they get excited like when I ask them for favors and stuff like that. Or at least I like to hope that's the case. Oh yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Imagine old guys are choppers and then finding out like a bunch of young guys like actually have cool yeah. bikes and shit. And their son their sons yeah. aren't into it, you know. They're like <laughs> like that they go off into banking or something. They're like you're you like know? the son I never had I I always wanted but never had. <laughs> Actually, Lou's kid, Steve's got a bike too, and he's down here pretty regularly. Yeah. Oh, he is? Okay. Dude, they're, they're, I got so fucking lucky, man. They're, Rick, and how far are so you cool. from here? Uh, like 20 minutes. It's crazy. Oh, fuck, oh, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. So I kind of knew who Chris was, uh, you know, like four years ago, and then uh, went away to college for a little while. And then uh, when he came back, we linked back up. And um, it's been sick. Uh, he had a shop night here uh, sometime, probably this time last year. And then, um, you know, like a bunch of Connecticut people were all together here hanging out in the garage. And we kind of like, not clicked up, but we all kind of like immediately got on each other's radar. And like we started, he started doing shop nights like twice a month. And we've just sick. all been hanging out and like. Chris kind of like put the whole little Southern Connecticut thing together here, and it's been pretty fucking awesome. That's dope. Right yeah, somebody sure. needs somebody needs to, dude. I I remember yeah. CT CT was like about to be on the map for choppers, and then that got all fucked up. So it's like <laughs> we need a couple solid oh, CT show. guys to to stop putting shows out in CT. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And. Uh, it's, you know, like we got a, a pretty diverse group of people in terms of, uh, you know, everybody, but everybody's got sick bikes and, you know, like uh, a lot of like, even just with the uh, bike night that we have here, you know, like people will bring parts, you know, like we have a group chat, somebody will be like, you got a star hub, you got this, you got that, you know, you got a fucking clutch kit. You know, like it all comes here and it just trades hands when we're all here. It actually right. started because of the last the chopper swap meet that they had. Yeah. In the wintertime, I think like Yeah. We were Eric there. Eric got a table up there. Yeah. And like BB and like everybody who's talking about that comes to shop night pretty much were like in a two table radius and we were just buying each other shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, how about you know what I mean? I was like, how about how about next next month we have a little swap meet in my you know in my place and we'll just all bring our parts and we'll just put them. Oh, that's fucking good idea, dude. Uh, But that didn't happen. We just ended up hanging out. 
was but a then good we went to the last spot of show together and it was sick because lou was there he went up he brought his shovel head up there right yep, yep me and lou brought our bikes he, up together lou's got uh the shovel head that has the giant super um weber S&S S&S weber oh the stuff. weber yeah with the yeah, fucking yeah. with the velocity stacks <laughs> shooting straight up yep yeah i remember that bike's so clean and he's such a good dude too He's the best. He actually, uh, he scored that 6B2 Bridgeport that I'm kind of rebuilding it. And when I say kind of rebuilding it, I'm not like truly rebuilding it. I'm just taking it all apart, making sure all the surfaces are true, working them all flat. And then, uh, yeah, that's his bike. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is fucking clean, dude. That Weber's and sick. Norton's helping me put that all back together. So. Hopefully I can get rid of uh, my M head Bridgeport because that's a that's a J head, and I'll be I'll be able to do uh, I'll have much more stout machines for the shit that I'm doing. Yeah, to really hammer through stainless step fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I have um right now I believe yeah I think that's a 1945 uh, M M head Bridgeport so. The dude that sold it to me said Hiroshima was still smoking when that thing came <laughs> off the line. <laughs> Wait, Bridge, Bridgeport's a Connecticut company too, huh? In Bridgeport, Connecticut, oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Too far. Yep. Yeah. So now I got a couple of them, but and then I have a uh, you know just the lathes and other shit, regular shop stuff. Oh shit. What are you uh, running for a lathe? Do you have like a full size metal lathe? I have a. It's behind you, I guess, but it's um, it's a Rockwell eleven inch. It's honestly, it's pretty clapped out. Um, <laughs> Dude, those are the best ones. <laughs> it's it's not like all right. The lathe I had prior to this one was clapped out, but it was clapped out because of my doing. You know what I mean? That was a lathe that I learned on, and I don't even think I learned too much on. I think I was fucking drunk playing around with it too much but um no this this machine was pretty clapped out when i got it and i was i didn't know machines as well as i do now and i probably i probably still would have bought it but i ended up scoring a a much larger 13 inch harrison three horsepower lathe so when i get my uh, other bridgeport up and running i'll then get the full vfd you know, three-phase converter and all that stuff, and I'll have both of my machines hooked up in place of these two machines now. Yeah, hopefully that'll make me a little bit more, you know, that'll let me do a little bit more, a little bit faster, hopefully. I don't know, we'll see. What's the goal? Oh, shit. So are you self-taught on both those? Like, Uh, like I... Yes. Yeah, so... Yes and no. Like, when I was at... When me and Carl and all those dudes used to hang out at the shop down Two Wheel Trading Company, um, he had machines and he was pretty educated. And I picked up some stuff from him. And then Kevin at the time, who was always at the shop, he actually got a job as a machinist and whatever little bit I could pick up along the way. And then now it's pretty much I'll take on jobs knowing that I can't do them. And... (laughs) It's because I got Norton (laughs) three houses up who's like a master machinist. And I'm like, 
I can't do this, but if I get Norton involved, it'll come out fantastic and I'll get an education. So, yeah. so pretty much if I get into any sort of situation where I don't think I can do it or I might have questions or if I think I'm going to ruin something, I'll just call Norton. He's more than excited, more than <clears throat> willing to come down here and help me out. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's, nice. that's a blessing too. But I've, I've gotten, I've gotten pretty good, but I'm sure a machinist would, would, would say I, I'm pretty Dude, that's awesome. real lucky to have a, you they need to add that shit to zillow when people are looking like are there any gray beards in the area does any master <laughs> machinists live in the area <laughs> I'm, I'm not even like i'm not even gassing them up those dudes literally are the backbone to like what goes on here and then like the support from rick and then like everybody else because i don't know i wouldn't have half of the machines here i wouldn't have been able to get here without without lou and then I wouldn't know how to run. I wouldn't be able to do half the things I'm able to do without the education that Norton's given me. That's awesome. So, yeah, super fortunate. We should get those dudes on the show. Yeah, I bet you they would too, man. Those dudes are Turn awesome. Knock on their door. <laughs> we'll do another yeah. one. We'll get the old heads, dude. We're one case of Heineken away from that. That's yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you what are you riding these days, and how many bikes you got laying around? Um, here's the shovel head. This is my. I think it's that's the 70. bad boy, right? Yep, that's my '76 I built last winter. Um, down here, I actually built it for that last spot of show. Yeah, I think that's that's where I first saw it. I think that's where I first like. I saw that I saw that tank with the bad boy logo, and I was like, dude, that's so fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, I got some. I actually have some hoodies coming with a, a new logo. My no hoodie, up. it's Bobby Hill's face with the. It's a bad boy. <laughs> that's sick. Dude, I fucking love it, dude. Yeah, that, dude, that's that, such that, a sick paint job. I love how like I don't know. It's just like the perfect chopper paint job. It, shout it's out like, Mikey Machine Paints, man. That oh, that was him. Kills it. Yeah, that's my brother, man. That dude, fuck, dude. Cool. That thing's so beautiful. Rick's thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Mikey machine. But that bike, um, yeah, no, there's a, there's, a, oh, how many bikes? There's that, and then that's. I have this shovel head that I'm putting together, and then I, um, <laughs> we acquired this really, we acquired we. We bought this pretty crazy bike that people were after. It had like a magneto on it. It was built like. Probably in the early two, oh, dude, the early two thousands. card. Uh, but it had like a lot of a lot of really cool shit on it. So we have that bike as well. But we tried to sell it as it is. But dude, you know, it's like that area era of like when Indian Larry was really big with like it's like dude, those bikes are okay to look at, like parking your barber shop, but you wouldn't catch the fucking homie riding that stupid right. shit. No. It was the perfect bike. It was a fucking stupid machine, but it was like just the fender and just the tank. It had like a wishbone frame, right? Yep. And then it had like a sick motor with split rocker boxes and everything. So it had like oh, all the cool bones with just like a couple ugly things that would be easy to knock off. I can show you the motor actually. Yeah, it's we can do wild. a little walk around. I think that uh that would be totally worth it for sure. <laughs> Check this thing out. Look at this. That's another one that you're gonna end up building. 
dog with like the split rockers and everything. They go mag joint oh, dude. on it. That's fucking oh, sick. That's sick. I love so, split really rockers, nice. man. I love so, the split rockers, dude. So that's gonna be like a traditional style chopper, and then this bike, uh, we bored out a thirty-nine millimeter uh, front end and put forty-one tubes in it. We're gonna do like twelve discs and try to make like a hot rod chopper, kind of like big hot rod choppers. Damn, fuck yeah, dude, chunky boy. And just to kind of give you guys an idea of like what else Chris does, like he made these risers out of stainless. I'm trying to do all this backwards. Just oh, you made those those dog bone guys? Yeah, I never I never liked the uh, rubberized dog bones, so I the, made. Oh, dude, dude, yeah, the rubberized ones suck. Yeah, so these They're are fucking hideous. These are, these are just solid stainless, and then that's fucking beautiful. Just drilled and tapped and recessed these. Um, so. Yeah, I can I could do stuff like that. I mean, and then like the controls and everything like that's like my favorite part. How he kind of like just made these crazy stainless controls that like all tuck away nice in the frame. Yeah, that's dope. And then he made these insane. You know how everybody does like those style uh, foot pegs, but they're the notched on the inside because usually they'll spin if you just get like the floorboard mounts and then like do like a a roundy boy with a bolt through. So, yeah, yeah I did. It's you... exhaust that like loops through on each side. So it goes like the heads are split. So this one like loops around from this way. And it goes oh, like shit. that. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. He's a fucking crafty guy. That's why I'm God glad damn. I'm not fucking missing anything. Dude, with the jockey shift right above the, right above the pipe, you must singe your fingers. Oh, dude, yeah, you gotta I let, I let everybody ride the bike, and that's the one thing that you have to tell everybody right away is like, shift it with your shift it with your pinky. You know what I mean? The pinky out, you'll be alright. You gotta do like you drink yeah, tea. Yeah, just do it fancy with the pinky out. You'll be good. No shit. So, what's the story with that? What's the story with that shovel head? Three bikes. I guess we have three bikes. Two of them are gonna be for sale. This is mine to keep. So, um. I went to uh, I went to jail for a bit for uh, DUIs, and uh, hence why I don't drink anymore. Next month will actually be three years. Nice. I'm not sober by any means. I just California sober, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was pretty down on my luck. I fucking the house I was renting at the time was was getting sold. And I was in jail, and so I didn't really have a place to live, it was looking like. And I don't have any family, really. I have my mom. She's got, like, dementia with Alzheimer's, so, like, that's kind of something else. But anyways, so I don't have much going on. And I had to sell everything I had to pay off any bills I had prior to going in. So I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have fucking anything. You know what I mean? I had my two dogs at the time, which my boy Mike was watching. And uh, I just had my friends. And I ended up, I don't know, just getting shitty news. You know how it is. Every, all the news you get in there is always, they don't give you any good news in jail. Yeah. They just give you yeah. shit news. And it was during the height of COVID. So, like, I remember even, like, <laughs> like the gnarliest dudes coming up to me because, we were in like full lockdown, 23 and one for the first three weeks we were in there. Like it was fucking brutal because of COVID. 
And I remember like dudes just coming up to me and being like, do you I got like chose the wrong time to try jail out. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It sucked. Man. So uh, and I'm like, you know, I'm miserable. I'm really down on my luck. And I'm like thinking like I'm, I'm, I'm playing head games. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not doing good. So I get John on the phone and I'm like talking to John and I'm like, dude, I don't know how man, but like, try to get me a shovel head. Like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. Like, I don't know how, I, I don't know where I'm going to put it. I don't know. He's like, he's like, all right, man. He's like, I got you. So probably a week goes by, man. And I'm talking to John and he goes, Hey dude, guess what I'm going to do? He goes, I'm going to pick up your shovel head tomorrow. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. So he, he actually no shit. went and picked this bike up. He got just the motor, the frame, and the transmission. And the crazy thing about it is when I talked to him, like, when he picked the bike up, is he goes, dude, I'm, like, five minutes from you. Like, I drove past Cybulski, <laughs> like, to go pick the bike up. So my boy John best friend dude he picked that bike up for me he gave me a reason to be happy that little bit like that stuff is the stuff that got me through you know what yeah. i mean that's what my, you need when you're my, in there something to look forward to getting out anything especially when nothing's going right you know what i mean and, and all you're getting is just bad news and then they're like oh by the way they're selling your house and it's like yeah like you know so uh i was super fortunate to have john I'm still very fortunate. Have John is my best friend, and uh, he's who I'm doing all of this with, and he's who's gonna rebuild your next transmission. You know, <laughs> but oh, that's yeah, how dude. I acquired that bike. And then it's actually, a good fucking friend, dude. Once I got that bike, um, I had I kept it at John's house because I didn't have a garage or anything like that. And that's when I tracked down the frame jig that Carl used to have at his shop. And Chicken Rick had it. Yeah. And that's how we ended up linking up for the first time since I got, like, out. Is I went and picked up the frame jig off Rick at his house in Stratford. <laughs> He's like, oh, you shit. still got that frame jig? And I'm like, yeah, I got it sitting here not using it for anything. He's like, I need that. And I'm like, all right, go get it. So we made all the fixtures and everything to finish the frame jig to do big twins and that's the story behind that bike. I kind of just cracked away at it last year and got it done in a shorter amount of time just because I wanted to do it for that show. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm really happy with that bike. Um, it's probably my favorite, one of my favorite bikes. I think it's my, probably my favorite bike. I don't know. I really, I had a 73 and a 71 that I really liked a lot. I had a green 73 with gold flake flames on it. And that yeah, bike, that cool. bike ruled, man. But um this bike seems to ride a lot better it's more reliable i got a magneto on this one which i absolutely i i love magnetos they're a lot of people have love hate relations with them i i think they're great to have if you have an opportunity to get one on your motorcycle take advantage of it right yeah what uh what do you got uh what's the front end on that one that's just one of the uh those moto iron ones like the, the cheap, moto iron ones. yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay a cheap, it's a cheap front end and, and i actually uh I actually broke it and ripped the thing and bent it. Um, I went down earlier this year. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. Actually, Rick 
So just to give you some backstory, <laughs> the Connecticut dudes don't chill out. Like, it's fucking balls to the walls. I mean, every time I've ripped with Chris, it's been like a light-to-light fucking drag race. And, you know, every stoplight is a skid, and then everything's a fucking wheelie from a stop sign. And everybody's kind of a little bit of a psychopath. And uh, we all went on a ride for what? Fourth of July? We fucking, Chris is like, we're going for a ride for Fourth of July. And then I missed a bunch of rides with, you know, like all the boys and everything. And I'm like, all right, I'm coming up there. It was like a crazy fucking rainstorm. I bitched out and rode my Sportster. So uh, the plan was to ride to the top of Mount Washington in Connecticut, which is not Mohawk. Mount Oh Mount Mohawk Mountain. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I was going to say Mount Washington, Mohawk. New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we fucking go bang up there. It's great, you know. The weather somehow chilled out. It was like totally fine. I'm like, I should have rode my fucking shellhead. I'm a bitch, you know. Whatever. <laughs> so we fucking we're going up the hill. I'm on my sports I blast ahead of everybody and then jump off and like grab my phone to do like a little video of everybody riding by. And our one buddy, his fucking, he did like a little skid and then his rear brake, he's got a rear drum. And of course that fucking thing locked up. And then he yard sailed it up this mountain. And Chris is right behind him with his chick on the back. And I mean, just fucking launches over his bike, like hits it like a jump. They fucking go down. Next thing you know, Holy like we turn shit. around, everybody's all over the fucking pavement. And it was like, oh, this got so real, so fast. God damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little. Hold on. That's a little bit more than just like casually yeah. going down, like you made it sound. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a Prius. <laughs> pulled out in front of you you know what i mean yeah we all got lucky yeah you know huge uh shout out to chris here for uh keeping calm under pressure because you know that could have gone a couple different ways when you yeah. just seen the you just spent the entire year working on with you know holes in the exhaust and bent front rim and crack springer and everything but you know, the boys, the boys stay together, and that's what's really important. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> should up next, and, uh, you know, front ends got straightened out, and, uh, you know, Chris learned how to do front end jobs from that, so there's a tiny bit of a <laughs> Yeah, what ha- so what happened with the front end, though? Because I, sa- I have that same front end on my shovel. So um, it actually, like, pulled forward, and right underneath, like, the lower... I'm sorry, underneath the top tree core, like right here, uh, mm-hmm. that actually tore back. So all I did was put it on my, I have like a T-slot table that came off of an old bridge board. It's like a, it's actually a big table. I think it's like a 52 inch table. I was able to put it and, and fixture it all off of there and, and honestly just get it as accurately as I could with just lasers. I didn't make any crazy fixturing like I probably should have but it still goes down the road pretty good um yeah no problem no, no still, still is that a, is that a stock length or two under that's a four over yeah. a four over yeah okay yeah i i, I like riding them somewhere around two to two to four over i just think for rideability it, i think it, it looks it looks shorter because the handlebars are so big yeah, i know that's I what know. it is 
Those are so fucking cool, though. <laughs> there are a lot of long trips, though. Like the, I, I always thought, like you, your, your hands do get numb after like three hours of riding like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I do, I do my best to try to like ride my bike a lot, you know. Yeah. And what do you got? Uh, what's that? That's a Super E there. Yeah, Super E carb. I actually have a Super B. When it was in the show, I had a Super B on it with a Super Bowl and a Thunder Jet. Oh, I still sure. have that carburetor. I was just fighting my Magneto at the time. So I, you know how it is when you first get a bike running, you're like, what am I? Is It's either timing or the carburetor. It's, it's yeah. going to be one of the two. Yep. You're just fighting that, trying to figure it out. And yeah, it was. it ended up being my Magneto. It wasn't the carburetor at all. So by the time I sorted out the Magneto, I was, you know, already in the riding season. The bike was running good. So yeah. this year I'm going to try to go back to the the Super B now that I know the Magneto's right. Just because I kind of like the idea of having like a unique carburetor on a on a bike, especially like that one with like a, I like Thunder Jets. I think they look cool. Yeah, they look sick. They look fucking sick, yeah. They, they do work. They do work. I, I did one oh, for they do. a guy recently. Yeah, it just adds a third, yeah. you know, a third circuit. Yeah, supposedly, one guy had some built FXR and sent me a carb to do a Thunderjet on it, and I did it and sent it back to him, and he said it fixed all of his fucking problems, and it was like some crazy 100 horsepower FXR. So, oh, shit. I feel like that's the first thing when you look at a shovel head chopper, especially like a cone shovel, and it's like, oh, he's got a Super V. Oh, he's running an L carb, you know? Like, <laughs> knows what he's doing or it runs like shit. Yeah, I can't use the Super Bs. My fucking legs are too short, dude. I can't get my leg around them. <laughs> you have to go over or under. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're big boys for sure. Dude, those fucking Webers that your boy has, I had a Weber uh that i got in a lot of parts and that, those things are fucking humongous oh yeah dude yeah those things are cool as shit though i was gonna I run that on the shovel head but i'm not good enough at tuning carbs to be able to fucking figure that one out yeah that's like uh Lou's fucking whole game is that bike runs like a fucking animal I rode that bike, yeah. and it's got an open chain primary on it, and it's fucking terrifying. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, chainsaw at your leg. You feel like the front end get light, and you're like, oh, boy. Yeah, and it, it, he tells me it's it's nothing. Like, it's not a built motor or anything, so he must just have it really. I mean, my it, bike doesn't look like good. that. And it always fires right up. You know, like, sometimes he'll make a big deal if he leaves his gas on or something, and he's like, oh, it's going to be a long time, and then he kicks it once, no primer kicks, and it's just off to the races. It's like, dude, God damn. My yeah. Pretty cool, though, because he's got that downdraft carb, and uh, he needed to run an actual electronic fuel pump. So he's got an inline fuel pump on it because the carburetor's actually, you know, the bowl's higher than the, the actual tank, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't pull to it. So he's got a pump. But he mounted it like very strategically. It almost looks like a, a, it looks a like coil, coil pack, yeah, yeah, right in the front of oh, the bike. Oh, weird! Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, lose the man. Damn. Crafty old guy, hot rod shit. Yeah, dude. I gotta get. I'm gonna talk to Zillow tomorrow because I'll relocate if there's a fucking gray beard in my area. <laughs> yeah. This dude's another shit. They know they're around a fucking carburetor. I'll tell you that much. 
<laughs> I didn't know anything about this town, Oxford, Connecticut, until I moved here. And, like, there's so much cool shit down here. Yeah. It's, like, the tip of the valley of Connecticut. It's, like, all pretty much blue-collar dudes. It's it's a it's a great part of Connecticut. Yeah, don't move here until I buy a house first, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> hates Connecticut, and that's that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> like, it, it, we got like great spot. riding. Um, it, it's great to get everywhere else. That's the best part about. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I'm envious about. Is like Connecticut's the perfect spot to be going anywhere else. You know where it the worst me- fucking place. On- and it is, I'll tell you where this is. Fucking Long Island. Yo, yeah. Dude, Long Island is the fucking worst. The worst. Rob, Rob's just like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking come over. I'll see you in like three hours. And I'm like, good luck. Yeah, it takes an hour just to get off the fucking island, dude. Oh, man, yeah. There was a Bridgeport out there, like a beautiful J-head everything and it was like 500 bucks yeah like a fucking steal yeah and as soon as i saw long island i was like no it's not worth it not worth it yeah worth it. not at all yeah no it's it's tough yeah it's either go to philly or you can go to fucking long island yeah that's true you guys are close close to philly or you know close enough but sure. also like massachusetts and new york yeah oh, and those great. are like three different worlds Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some pretty good loops. Like, you can take Route 7 right up pretty much till like, the middle of Mass and then dip over and take 22 down, which drives you, like, it's all through back hills of New York. It's, like, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, I've spent a real lot of time with you guys riding this year, like, going in through, like, the upper west part of Connecticut. And, I mean, it's nice. It's not New Hampshire. Like, we go up there to do our good riding. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, we're not fucking camping in Connecticut. You know what I mean? Right. You got to go up that Vermont or something, at least. Yeah, like Charlotte, Massachusetts. It's sick. The roads here are. Western Mass is decent. And then, like, yeah, Vermont, New Hampshire, all good roads. So, yeah. I, are kind I don't of crazy, you know, like they're tight with blind corners and everything. And like, I'm hanging in like the, the opposite side of the road, like swinging his fucking chopper around. Yeah, the, the roads are super tight. And super I'm just tight sitting and in the back of it, like, wow, huh? <laughs> this is happening. Yeah, I used to crash a lot. <laughs> oh, it's fun. We got a good crew here. It's fucking, it's been a great year for bikes in our area for sure. Yeah, we got a lot of good trips in. Next year, I'm going to try to do a lot more of the, uh, I want to do like skate camp trips, like on the bike. Oh, me yeah, and, uh, yeah, me and uh, Nate, Nate Plum from Plum's, you know, Plum Cycle Speeds. Uh, we did one at the end of the year and it was fucking a blast, man. We went and skated. Um, it was Manchester, Vermont. And we stayed at a really nice campground up there and stuff like that and just just rode a lot and skated. That was pretty much it. And I'm going to try to do something like that maybe once or twice next year. And I'll just post it up, you know what I mean, on my Instagram. If anybody wants to tag along, you just you just got to bring a skateboard. That's the rule. Skateboard yeah, or yeah. weed. 
I was I was actually I was saying that same shit uh, later in like this year. I was like, dude, next year I just want to do a bunch of ride to skate. Even if you yeah. can't, like, even if you can't skate, like, who gives a fuck? Get a deck and we'll just push, push your- dude. Just push. Anybody can push. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, strengthen the community just a little bit more. Um, yeah. Am I am I too old to learn how to skateboard? No. <laughs> um, no, not at all. I don't think anybody's too old to learn anything. The only thing that sucks what is, so here's the thing is like, <clears throat> once you get to like this age that we're at now, <laughs> once you get to this age where we're at now, the only part that sucks is, and I'm going through this because I stopped skating for like 15 years, but when you slam now, you fucking feel it. Like that shit hurts right. for a couple of days now. <laughs> yeah, I had, um, I almost, lo- I actually almost lost my foot in a dirt bike accident. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> like six years ago. Yeah, I got some gnarly pictures I could send you guys. But yeah, I, I was with Mike Young. Again, open <laughs> motorcycles. We I was bought a bike way too big. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I thought I could trail ride. I I haven't ridden the last dirt bike I had was like an XL eighty when I was like, you know, thirteen, thirteen years old. And then I bought this wild dirt bike and went trail riding and got broke the fuck off. And um, yeah, pretty much where if like the infection didn't go down, blah, 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 they couldn't do anything. They were going to have to fucking, you know, cut off the front half of my foot pretty much. What the fuck? Oh, lucky they saved the foot. So like now skateboarding is really, really difficult, but it is so much fun. I just can't like stay away from it. Yeah. So I just pop ibuprofen and go at it i just like since i moved here the first thing i built was a little mini ramp on the side of the yard sure a little ramp it's one of those things that's like free to do right you know like how many things can you do that's free that's not like fucking walking in the woods you know like shout out if you like walking but you know i have a job and i choose to not walk but i don't fucking have to yeah. I feel like I'm falling though, a hundred percent, man. Yeah. My foot. Some days I can't even like go to work the next day. I just like show up. Just gonna be sitting over here today. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah. The uh, the dirt bike accident though. Like, how'd you fuck up your foot? Was it on? Did you hit like a tree or did you fucking? Yeah, I hit a tree really good. I was wearing a riding boot and everything right over there and my foot blew out the whole back of the riding boot uh, and I had to get the EMTs had to like come grab me. Oh yeah. He's going to get the boot. Let's see this thing. Do you only have the one left? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, look at that. Holy fuck. Oh shit. Did you rip your Achilles yeah, right off? the whole front of my foot pretty much is broke. Like we you pulled stuck, the when you through. stuck your fingers through, I thought they, they, those were like your severed toes still in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember me, me and Mike were, we knew it was, we pulled the boot off and we saw bones like sticking on the inside. Oh, of fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah dude send me those pictures i'm gonna make it the youtube thumbnail for this episode 
When people are scrolling, it'll just feel like all fuzzy. They'll have to click see post. Yeah, I almost lost my foot in a dirt bike accident. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty. I think I was like rolling around to some chopper shows at the time too. Actually, I remember I went up to one. I think New Tradition had like a some sort of winter party or something. I went up there and I was wheelchairing around. I remember that was pretty funny. Oh fuck! Oh, you yeah. were actually you were in a wheelchair for a while, huh? Oh yeah, I couldn't walk. It wasn't even crutch status. It was like you got to roll, bro. Yeah, yeah. Holy I shit! Two thousand eighteen or nineteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those because New Tradition was both of those years, and I think that those are the only two years. Yeah. That was when we were all there. Like when we all kind of met for the first time was at that first New Tradition show. Oh yeah. That was my, I think that was the first one, 2017. Oh, yeah. 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 Those dudes were old, too, man. Sean, Craig, yeah. Jay Roach. Man, Jay Roach fucking probably was what made me want to learn how to fabricate. Just oh, watching shit. what that dude did with metal. And then, yeah, he's um, a beast. He's, he's insane. And then it, it's just an art at that point. And, like, if you look at any of his work, like, there's no error. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, I remember I bought a jockey. He was making the jockey shift setups for Evo Sportsters. I was going to say, he that was like, that like made him fucking famous, dude. He was like the only guy doing that. Well, he did him, he did it with mid controls and it was fucking clean. Like everything, dude, everyone so else. Nice. Like, so oh, nice. They were, they were beautiful. And then I had that, that off your four speed Evo. So he, he ended up making like a special one for me. And like I said, I just got it in the mail and I was like, holy, like, this is what I want to learn how to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the kind of shit that, and yeah. And then I just remember ever since then, just, you know, working on it or I guess sucking around with fabrication. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is super fucking talented. Jay, yeah, I think he, I could be wrong. I don't want to misspeak, but I, I think he's actually like, like educated in it. You know what I mean? Like he's, a, he's not like, he's not like most of us who are just like, oh, get a fucking welder and go in a garage and I have a grinder now. And get yeah. a YouTube how to do all this stuff. Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure he actually has like a true education. Right. Yeah, he does he do a bunch of woodwork and shit too. I think his partner does all that stuff. I could. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sure. He, I, I I don't know. I, yeah, I, I met, I met him a couple. I, I think the first time I met him was at New Tradition. And then I met him a couple of times just at, like when I was at Easy Co and shit. But yeah, yeah he's a really, he's That's, super talented dude. That space those guys have there is amazing. Like what he did oh, with dude. that whole building. It's such like, a sick spot. There. And, like, dude, they couldn't have had a more perfect spot. Like, those dudes can just fucking raise hell 24 hours a day and nobody gives a fuck. Dude, they do not care. Like, who's calling, dude? You know what I mean? Like, the sober house? No, they're not calling the cops on you. (laughs) It's like bums shitting in the alley and stuff, dude. Those guys got a real good thing. Oh, yeah, it definitely provides plenty of free entertainment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's great. Whenever I come up north to see you guys or go see Fat Man or anybody else, they're like right on the ride home. So it's like, well, I gotta fucking stop in Worcester. 
Yeah, dude, for a while, I thought you were a fucking part-time employee for Easy Go, dude. <laughs> it's fun. I fucking like having all of them. Yeah, I'm trying to get them to come to the chop block. We'll see what happens. John always has a wedding whenever we do any kind of show, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Chop block. Uh, str- uh, Stay Strong Co. and Grease's Garage both confirmed. They're going to be there. Oh, Stay Strong Co. is going to make it? Yeah, he moved some Sick. shit around at work. So he he texted Sick. me. He's, he's going to be there. Yeah. Sick. I'm pumped for that. Yeah, dude. It's going to be fun. And I've been yeah. just like, yeah. Else? Fish tank yeah, took fish tank. His wife, Fat they man. took their, the day off work. Oh yeah, yep. Fat Man Everybody's will be, be there. there. Uh, Rob is yep. checking his schedule, but he's trying to make it. Um, yep. trying to get Bad Fish to go, but I know he's fucking building that bike now. So who knows? He probably won't leave his garage till that thing's done. <laughs> yeah, he's usually checked out for winter for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to entice him. I'll tell him we're gonna get pizza or something. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta get Chopper Bob there and all those, all the local homies. I told him if you don't come to this, you're dead to me. So <laughs> if you can make it, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun to make it. Sure. Yeah, Epping. Yeah. Yep. Where is that? I'm like I'm. It's I like so. You know where Last like, Spotted does their show? Yep. It's about 15 minutes from there, maybe 20. Oh, okay. That's yeah, it's right across the mass border. If you go up, all right. So you gotta make you gotta make Ricky go up. <laughs> Rick, go take, up. take the Sprinter van, pack it full of Connecticut cool guys. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Get all the homies yeah, bring, in there. Bring your neighbors yeah, bring, too. Bring yeah, the old, bring heads, the old too. heads, dude. <laughs> we'll pick their brain. We'll feed them free booze. Yeah, I'll get them a case of Heineken. Maybe <laughs> we'll get a bucket jacket out. Some kind of. Town of Stratford, fucking snow gear, like rail up. Dude, just rent a party bus from Connecticut to fucking Epping. Bring everybody. I still hear him riding. Dude, what was he riding? What what show did he ride to out in like Massachusetts or Rhode Island? The me and uh, oh yeah, like Wesley. It was it was Wesley's show. Uh, Yeah, Shady Acadies. Uh huh. Yeah. I didn't. Lou just rode out there, met me out there, cause I rode out there. I told him about it, and he was he was fucking around in the morning, and I didn't know if he was actually gonna come. So he's like, "Just go, just go," and I'm like, "All right, I guess I'll go." So I rode out there, and then I grabbed some shit from the back, and I was grabbing a drink or whatever, and I come up over the hill, and there's Lou. <laughs> he's off his Three bike. Three hours oh, away. He rode, yeah, he rode. Oh, is it, is that that's in Rhode Island? Shady yeah. Acadies? Okay. Yeah. 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 That was a good show. Did a lot of really good riding this year, actually. You guys get some good riding in? It rained pretty much every day. So, like, I'd say this is the worst year of riding I've ever had. Yeah. Easily. Most of it was in the rain. Yeah. Easily. It, only, yeah. it pretty much rained every single fucking day the entire summer. Every single weekend, for sure. And then, yeah. like, during the week, you'd get a rip in and it would rain halfway through. So, it was a wet summer. It was, I mean, every fucking trip that I went on this year, I got... I got stuck. So, yeah. yeah. I'd like to say I rode a lot, but I'm sitting next to him. It'll make me feel real cool. Yeah, seriously. I got a bunch of, like... I got a bunch of, like, good, like, local riding in. But, like, yeah, nothing like what we usually do. 
I like yeah. good trips, like long trips. I did it earlier this year. I might do it in the spring. Uh, we did like Bad Boys Retreat. That was uh, that was a killer good time. Mikey Machine came up for that. I'll probably do that again in the spring, maybe like early April. Yeah. But, uh, my boy Josh, he knew about this uh, campground in Wells, New York. And it's at the end of like an eight mile dirt road, like a true dirt road. Like we were on this road and like, you know, you're looking at rocks and you're like, one of these could take out my engine case. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it was pretty gnarly and it makes it really inconvenient to run in and out of camp to grab stuff. But it, it felt awesome. Like you were really camping. You were really fucking out there. Like there was no toilets. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was like true camping and like it was awesome riding out there. So if anybody's listening to this or if you guys are interested, We'll be doing that probably in April. I got to talk to Josh on that. He's on like the flyers for all that stuff. If you could tell, I don't, I'm not very good at the whole IT or I pretty much just rely on my good. <laughs> you have in-house IT right here. Yeah. The master. Dan Sheridan, shout out to Dan. He does all the graphics oh, yeah. design work. He, he killed that buddy. Oh, logo. He's a Connecticut guy too? Yup. Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, he's a ruler. Yeah, he did all the logos and stuff like that, so I didn't really have to. I don't have to do anything. We should stuff. have him on the show. That dude does everybody's shit. He's really yeah. talented. He does everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all. And he's like a super good dude on top of it. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. If I was that good at something, my head would get fucking big. <laughs> now, before we uh, before we started recording, you were you were talking about a show that may or may not happen, but you're trying to get something going this winter. Yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to say it, but I'll say it. I'm working on a show for hopefully end of January. Um, it's not my space or my venue, so this is out of my control. But he seems to be on board, and it's at a you know a little skate warehouse. So it'd be like a skate jam, and then I you know if we get the go ahead, um, like everything, we don't really want to make money. We're probably going to do something like, you know, for donations to, you know, probably some sort of rescue or something like that. But probably try to get like 10 or 15, 10, between 10 and 15 bikes in this area and bring your skateboard and a few bucks and some beers. But uh, that'll be hopefully end of January. Uh, and then just like I said, I, I got to hammer out all the details and stuff like that. Yeah, but if that doesn't happen. Uh, just go, go email on. Loctite at lowlifechopperpodcast.com if you have uh, anything you need to say about that if that doesn't happen just Loctite at lowlifechopperpodcast.com if you have yep. any complaints but that sounds like a good fucking time <laughs> we need more winter shows <laughs> seriously <laughs> But I think that that's just sick about Connecticut, you know, like we just do like a bunch of little jammer shit, you know, like we, we make yeah. a little bullshit flyer and throw it out there and whoever shows up, shows up like nothing. Do you guys big. have any big, yeah, you, you, do you guys have like a big show out there? No, we just fucking hang out nah. and be idiots. No, no big but shows. Pretty, it's pretty rad to be here because we're able to run to like, I don't know what the events are now when I used to go to all of them, but it was like. Strange days you can get to in a couple hours. Sure. You can get yeah. to the gypsy one, obviously, same area in a couple hours. 
but you could also do like deadbeat retreat and that was like you know four hours you know what i'm saying so like you could and get now it's closer to you guys right it's now that it's out, yeah. Yeah. i mean uh new york yeah now now everything yeah that's super close yeah i mean i didn't make it last year hopefully i will this dude year. that new venue so sick the new venue is nice. Yeah. yeah. It, that venue it. was like made for motorcycle people. <laughs> and I think that, you know, there's definitely, I think that there's a lot of room for chaos. I think that the event space, uh, I think that Steve tried to keep a lid on it, but we'll make sure to fucking test the limits next year about what we can and can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were super cool about not giving a fuck because like I was like, yeah. oh, can you park? Because some places you go to, and this was our first year there, and you didn't want to like be that guy that like fucks it up for everybody. Uh-huh. But uh, they were about it. Like the people that run that shit, they were like, yeah, just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it sounds. I mean, we like to think we're crazy and out of control, but we're no fucking crazy than anybody else. No, we're definitely not. Like, oh, yeah. Biker yeah. fucking dog. Yeah, pretty wild. I imagine. 50 yeah, you're gonna tell me that some 50 year old dude with a clean deuce isn't gonna go fucking do a burnout? Clean deuce. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, seemed like the locals good. there loved us, dude. All the people that were just camping yeah. there, they're like, dude, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it too there because was one they dude... have like you you can just like chill out and drink and shit, and then you can also go down to the bar and they're like letting bikes in. There's burnouts yeah. out back and shit. Dude, there was this one guy that came up to us when we were recording, and it was him. He was in like boating shoes and like khaki shorts, with like a fucking polo collared fucking t shirt, and his wife like had like yeah. a sweater around her shoulders, just like sitting there chilling with us. And we're like, this show is fucking awesome. Blah blah blah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah this, this is so neato. <laughs> wow, fucking girl that there's like 30 years younger than usual, so they're probably like, this is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Munching hot yeah. dogs and shit. Yeah. yeah. But you guys should get a fucking show going up there because it'd be cool because a lot of people don't even get to ride um, Connecticut because it's like, unless, you, yeah. unless you're friends with you guys and you have a reason to go out to Connecticut, no one is going to just yeah. go to Connecticut to ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. There's nothing drawing you to Connecticut, like, right? I, yeah. I, I, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you guys yeah. got like something, just like a little banger show in the summer or something, that'd be dope as fuck. I thought about doing, um, but in the in the show, you're competing with so much shit. So I, it's, it's like so and, tough. And then, and then everybody has like rain dates, and and like I don't yeah have the following to like outdo somebody else that's doing anything else you know what i mean and that's just what it is <laughs> so yeah like, that's the lane that we're in i don't really think they were trying to outdo anybody i think we're just doing like our little shit and like we have enough friends that could just kind of pack it out and hang out and like if you want to come come if not we yeah. have fun anyway i was, yeah. I was thinking about doing like pig roads <laughs> yeah that'd be cool that'd be, that'd be so sick the town i'm already there has like a pavilion and a beach where you can where you can kind of like rent it all out but i don't know what their policy is with drinking and i know like if i say no drinking at the event that that's kills pretty it. much yeah that kills it that, and that, yeah, I, I won't be there it would ruin it for me if i you know yeah so yeah yeah i can understand that so i gotta figure out those but if we could pull this winter show off it'd be awesome or 
Just anything. Yeah, there needs to be a lot of stuff in the winter in New England. I think that's a great idea because yeah. there's not a lot in the wintertime. And that's when yeah. I need it the most. Tradition's not a thing anymore. And Cheap Thrills was sick. And Cheap Thrills isn't a thing anymore. So right. we got to pick you know, fucking and you guys are in the prime spot, man. Like you said, it's easy for you guys to get everywhere, but it's also you're in like the center hub of the Northeast. You know what I mean? So it's easy for anybody to get to you guys. It's two hours pretty much for everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually a really great location because you got Mass, New York, New Hampshire. We just have to unfortunately ride through Mass. But then also like the dude, there's a huge scene down in Pittsburgh, like that area. Yeah, that's pretty far from us, but it's a lot closer than it is for you. But, but... it's doable, you know, like for us like to to go lot. from uh, fucking Pennsylvania to New Hampshire is a trek, but yeah, we all meet in the middle. No, that's sick, though, that those last spot of dudes do that swap. Oh, and dude, they're, they're swap shows right at the end. They like, did shit all year long. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fucking... fucking rad that those yeah. dudes do that. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else going on, at, like, at all in New England. I'm yeah, sorry, right. I love a winter swap, too. That's when you need the swaps. Yeah. You need a swap mid midwinter, you know? Yeah. And that draws the right people. You know what I mean? That draws yeah. the parts you're looking for. Like, you're not going to show up to that swap meeting. I'm bedazzled fucking. Yeah, because that's when everybody's doing their builds, too. So there's just so many parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were we were vending at that one, weren't we, last winter? Yeah, yeah. Another swap. Yeah. Last year, I went and bought a fucking bike and then went to swap me and then blew the rest of our money. It was a fucking terrible day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. You showed up with a bike in the truck. I was like, what the fuck? From uh, Mark, Rogue Within Reason. Oh, that Holy was shit. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Sporty Boy trip. I got to do another one this year. I don't know what I'm going to do. Are you doing it again this year? Yeah. Maybe I'll just get a stock sportster and just spray paint the whole thing front to back tank and run it. <laughs> you won't. Engine too. Everything. Yeah, everything. engine everything. Hand, handlebars, grips, tires. Inside the motor. Tank. <laughs> inside the motor. Yeah, right on the inside of the car. Just... <laughs> it's pink inside oh, now. Oh, fuck. Hold on, I gotta shut the spell stuff off. Keep talking. <laughs> he's getting up, he's walking away, he's quitting the show. He does this about once a week. Oh, he's back. Changes his mind. And we're back. Is it toasty in there now? Yeah, dude, it's like a fucking I get in here and it's like thirty degrees, and then I told you it takes about I can an see hour. See your breath when you first sat down. Yeah. Yeah. And then after an hour, dude, I'm like, holy fuck, it's on here. <laughs> what do you guys got for heat over there in that shop? I got lucky. I have like a hanging oil burner. So Like one of those Modine right heaters? It's, what's that? Like a Modine, like the box? No, no, it's a full fucking size furnace. Like it, and it's oh, just shit. hanging in the ceiling. Yeah, and it, it just, it's, it's just like a burner. So it's just like it's just like a regular oil burner. It's just got you know once it gets up to temperature, the fan rips. And I had my buddy Rob because uh, I've spent most of the time in the smaller section. I had him uh, ducked in a supply and return, pretty much just in this area. So you know my little area here gets to like sixty, and then the bigger area stays at around like fifty-five. Oh shit, that's good. 
It's all you need. It's like spring temps. Yeah. Yeah, super what lucky. I... But the problem is, is I'm cheap as fuck. So, like, inside, I don't turn the heat on. I burn wood only. But out here, <laughs> I'm, like, burning all the oil. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I fucked up not insulating yeah. my garage this summer. Uh, we didn't, you fucking built that garage in like two weekends. That fucking thing I, went up fast. It went up pretty quick. Everybody keeps saying that. It's like, dude, that went up so quick. For me, it felt like fucking 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I built that one. Garage? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had to. Because when I, the place I was living before this, I had a fucking dope garage. Like a three-bay garage. Um, yeah, it was And then that dude, that dude died. And so they just sold everything off. And so I just like was forced to buy a house and I'm like, well, this sucks. And it didn't have a garage. And I was like, this is not going to work. So I just built one that's uh 15 by 35. Um, oh, that's long. That's long. Yeah. It's long as fuck. Um, but it, it yeah, yeah. It works great for what I need. Like I got a few bikes in here and still plenty of room. So and what do you, you have a pellet stove? Yeah, dude, I, I lucked out with the pellet stove. I found it on Facebook Marketplace for eighty bucks. The guy switched so over to like crazy. the um, what the fuck the the mini splits, and uh, so he was like, "Just get it out of here. Give me eighty bucks." So I go up there to pick it up, and it's the pellet stove, and then three boxes of pellet stove piping. So I took the ugliest, like $4, I took the ugliest $4, pipes. Yeah, I took the ugliest mm-hmm. pipes, used them for my pellet stove. Sold the other two boxes for two hundred and eighty bucks. Yeah. So I pretty much made the dude paid me two hundred bucks <sighs> to take the pellet stove. Really, <laughs> dude. And we have the same pellet stove, and mine cost two grand. Yeah. <laughs> to with all the pipe and all that shit and the thimble yeah. and all that, oh, dude. Yeah. So the when they put this addition, I want to put uh, like I want to burn wood out here, but I think I need to run such a tall chimney outside. That I would just have like this fifteen foot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like standalone chimney that yeah, would just like be such an eyesore. Yeah, that I just can't I just can't bring myself to do it. So I'm just gonna burn oil out here. Yeah, that's why I like the pellet stove, because you don't have to go above the peak. Yeah, you can just vent it. It right literally comes back. off the house one foot and that's it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> You'd probably get away with running a pellet stove. Dude, in pellet stoves, by the way, so you can get them super cheap because old people they can't stack the pellets, dude. So they yeah. get them and they can do it to a certain point And then they're just like, just take the whole fucking thing out. And they want the convenience of it because pellet stoves is a young man's game. Like stacking pellets is tough. Tough. <laughs> I stacked fucking seven tons last month and it was, you know, it's tough. So but it, I'm sorry to cut you off. It doesn't matter where you ducked it out. Like it can, it can be at any elevation. It goes yep. right outside, and then, yeah, they have, like, these little caps, and it goes, like... It's like a tire Hey, look, I'll oh, show you yeah. mine. Yeah. So yeah. mine just comes... I, I... Mine just goes right out the wall. Okay. And then it, it literally yeah, extends... Right. Yeah, it right. extends out the wall one foot. And then there's just, yeah. like, a, like a see... vent that points down at the ground. It's a clean burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I could actually... Dude, don't there. don't don't fuck with wood, dude. That's a pain in the ass. If you, you, well, you I just... keep my house with wood. That's the only. Oh, okay, so you already have the fuel there, so you yeah, got that. You, you do your house with all wood all winter. 
yeah, it's also just me here, so nobody can complain about COVID. Yeah, yeah. It, the wood stove's tough because because I did my house the first year I moved in. I had a wood stove, and it was just me and my wife, and we we're just like you know chopping wood. We split it up. It's free. you know you chop a tree down, throw a chunk in, and it's free. So you're like, yeah. oh, this is sweet. But uh, to keep you know you go to bed or whatever, you don't feel like fucking. You wake up in the morning, you have to be like, you're like start yep. fires. So yeah, the pellet stove, you just go boop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's convenient. My favorite thing about a pellet stove is like with oil, you can't just be like, oh, give me a hundred bucks in oil. Like they they want more than that. You know what I mean? And like with wood, if you can't cut your own wood, no one's just going to drop you off a hundred bucks in wood. Like they you got to buy at least a half cord or a cord. You can buy a bag. If you're having a tough week and you got a pellet stove, you go spend four bucks on a bag of pellets and you're going to go. Yeah, like I've been burning this same bag of pellets in my garage for like probably two weeks. Yeah, it goes because I just turn it on so it gets up the temp, then I shut it off. Yeah, they do. They do make pellet. uh, You can make your own pellets out of chopped wood too. They sell like a thing where you can like press them. Damn, that's gangster. Seems like a whole nother damn thing. I just. If you're selling me it's a bag of pellets, it's pretty cheap. And Bags and of pellets are, I think, eight bucks now where we're at. It's like something Vase can press seven ton pellets. <laughs> yeah, I don't got time yeah. for that shit. <laughs> I just call them up and I'm like, hey, I'm coming to pick up a fucking whole skid of pellets. I'll be there in an hour. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like making your own bullets. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're heating a garage with it, because it's like, like you said, you just need it to be around 60. You know what I mean? The yeah. pellets yeah. will last you forever in a garage. Huh. Yeah. yeah, in the house. Like your house. Yeah. The in kids the house, and the wife are complaining. It's too, yeah, it's too chilly. Yeah, in, in the, the garage, house, I leave like my pellet stove running fine. 24 hours a day. As soon as it hits like yeah. 30 degrees, my pellet stove runs 24 hours a day, and I only use one bag a day. Huh. Crazy. Yeah. I got a pellet furnace in the house, and then I got a pellet stove in the garage. But yeah, we're pellet daddies. The only, you can the only your water uh, with pellets, dude. The, well, upside to, the upside to you having a wood stove, though, is like if you lose power, you can still stay warm. If I lose power, I'm Yeah, fucked. that's true. <laughs> that's true. True. Yeah, the but wood yeah, stove, I, I tell everybody yeah, if you're trying to heat the garage, pellet stove's way to go. Right? Is it the igniter you need it? You need it for? You can, yeah, in the fan, yeah, for the exhaust. And the thing is, like, it uses almost no electricity because the only thing that's on is a fan. So it's like the same thing as running a fan in your house. So it uses fucking almost no electricity. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely better better than oil and propane. We should sell pellet stoves for a living right now. Not. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, we yeah the low life pellet podcast. This is what we talk about every week. Yeah, yeah we're both fun. we're both preppers though. We like we pellet. love this. You mean heat pellet? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and listen, don't shy away from dude, the ones at Tractor Supply, 
I've been running one in my house that I didn't even buy new. I got it for free on Facebook Marketplace, and I've been running it for four years. Yeah. And they're eight hundred bucks, brand yeah. new. Vents <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah. Of Dude, you can get them. You can get them super cheap. That's the thing is like Facebook. Like like I said, the first pellet stove I had in the garage, it was like an insert. I got it for zero dollars. It was an because some old lady didn't want it. They're like, I can't lift it up. Get it out of my house. Right. I'll show you. It's actually going to be really easy to do. There's the. And then it's already ducted out. All oh, I have yeah. to do is just put it right down. Yep. Yeah, the sandbox cabinet is. But yeah. Yeah, you cool. can rip it right out you that got... hole and be fucking done. You guys yep. just sold me a pellet stove. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely look on Marketplace, dude. They're fucking, like he was saying, they're all over there for so cheap. Yeah. Especially right now, because everybody's like, oh, I need to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got a pellet furnace, a Harman, that's like top notch, for what, 500 bucks or something? And it it does 120,000 BTUs. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Does my whole house. And it's easy. But yeah, pellets are the way to go. Um, Choppers. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Back to- yeah, pretty much Oxford Co will do whatever you, whatever you want done, whatever fabrication you want I gotta, done. I gotta get, I gotta get some of those dog bones without the, without the rubber though. Yeah. Those are sick. Those are so sick. Make you a set for sure. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you want to, you know, save a little bit of money, you could probably just put some solid or I, I could get you some aluminum spacers that go in where the rubberized dog bones would go in or if you want to make some solid ones like that i'd be more than happy to make another set so what's uh you're doing uh obvious you're doing tig tig mostly what's your setup look like what do you got um, what are you running i used to have the right now i have the everlast uh 250 ext okay so i think i think that's it yeah i got and the everlast too diversion yeah. 180 which is a miller and that was a great machine. This machine's great. And it was, I think this machine does, has way more capabilities and it was fucking way cheaper. Like I think new, the diversion costs more and has way less capabilities than the Everlast. And the Everlast is a much larger machine. It's just, yeah. From what I was told, they're all, they're all the same on the inside, but I don't know the truth to that. So I'm I, did, uh, I, I did Everlast because it was like, it wasn't the dirt cheapest and they have like their uh, customer services in America. The company's based in like California or some shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So at least to back it, it up, but I haven't had any problems with mine. That was it. I think I have the same welder. I think John uh, Repetto has. John and Craig have up there. And then I talked to somebody else who had it and they, <laughs> They haven't had any issues with them. And I know those guys like use their machines and they're running them. So yeah, I'm probably using mine way less than they're using theirs. And you know what I mean? If they're not having issues and they've had it for a little while, I can't imagine me having too many issues. So I think as I'm, I'm happy with the purchase. I haven't had any, any like issues with it. I like the welder a lot. And then I built my, uh, my welding table out of a piece of, uh, road plate dude you got what? a piece of plate like and then it's big right it's like what like 48 inches by probably 36 and the, the dude one fucking, inch 
mag drilled all the holes into this fucking road plate and then ankle ground like one whole half of it off. It's actually it's like an made a inch video of it. thick at least. There's a yeah, I think I made an edit of it on my Instagram because it took me forever. Dude, out of control. I can't imagine drilling oh, one shit. of them. Yeah. Seriously. And then yeah. Having, yeah, having a good welding to fix your table though, I don't know for anybody that's listening, oh, yeah. is going to change your welding game a hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah. then you should buy it with the welder because I waited like three years before we got a welding table, but it just makes it so much easier to have yeah. a place to clamp to. And then you, you make the little, uh, especially if you're doing stainless to make your own fixtures and stuff. You it's just to. like, yeah, you can use a magnet. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no. And then exactly. You make all your own little fixtures to hold your stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? And you make it work with your table and yeah if if that that that's a huge game changer and i had a table in mind and i just built it myself because hey i'm kind of cheap with that and <laughs> be, i make probably it wouldn't yeah i don't think i would have been able to buy the table that i have no fuck no you wouldn't yeah. be able to pay for the shipping <laughs> no um yeah, yeah how big how big is your table it's probably three feet by no, it's probably four four feet by three feet. Yeah. That's like a seven hundred dollar table if you get like weldtables.com or whatever. All it's it's one inch thick though. You know, maybe three hundred pounds. Yeah, it's one inch thick it. is the difference. Like it's not oh, fuck yeah. It's actually it's a piece of rock. Oh, that must have sucked to drill. <laughs> yeah, I went through two bits and uh, a ton of wax. So that's that's what you use for those, those mag drills. Oh, wax? No shit to like lubricate uh, it. Well, typically you use wax. Like, so if you're going to be drilling with a mag drill horizontally or upside down, you'll use wax so it doesn't fall off of the bit. Mm -hmm. but, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like I had a ton of wax, so I just ended up using it. I'm sure I could have just used cutting oil. It probably would have worked even better, but I used wax. <laughs> Wax, yeah, that's free though. You just steal your wife's candle or whatever, and fucking. No, it's it's actually. I mean, maybe they make a drilling wax. Oh, it's a drilling wax. I didn't even know. I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. For when you're really drilling. For like, yeah, if you had to drill holes in like I beams or something like that. Hmm. All right, so yeah, your wife's Yankee candle. It smells like fucking. I don't know. Cinnamon, sugar, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Christmas cookies or whatever. That's not good work. <laughs> we can try it. Yeah, that's good to know. Shit, yeah. Um, Been doing a lot of uh, front ends too lately. Uh, guys will drop off like a wheel, you know, trees and, you know, 41 minutes, you know, some legs or something like that. And, I'll give them the full front end back, you know, axle made, spacers made, all that stuff. Do stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's any huge. Spacers you need, or um, I can if you just. Oh, so draw she's turning up axles too. Yeah, yeah, anything like like pretty much open to anything that you need help with for your motorcycle. Like I have no desire to build shit for people. Like I want to help people build their motorcycles. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. 
not enough of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. there's, a, there's a good opportunity here in Connecticut for me to fill that window because, you know, Carl and those dudes moved out to Tennessee and those guys had a pretty good handle on it here and he's not here no more. And I don't know. I feel like there was a little spot to fill and sure. me and John decided to give it a try. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important to be able to like fill that niche too. like something as simple as making a new axle. You know what I mean? Like someone local, someone you can trust, you know, like you go to your local machine shop, you know, you go in the forums and they're like, just go to your local machine shop. They don't want to fucking fuck with that shit. No, they don't want they don't to do want that to thing. Not you know? at all. They don't, <laughs> they don't want to make a nut for your fucking Springer from like the seventies, you know, it's good. They that Like you need that niche. You need people that are like, I'm about choppers and I'll make you an axle. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did. Um, we did a neck swap. I did a, Eric had some, some old Springer with a, you know, a Sportster neck in it wanted to change it to a big twin so we swapped that out made a neck for it put it in there you know took the old one out cut it out and then we had to weld the new one in uh pretty much anything uh and yeah if, if i can't do it i got those dudes up the road man they'll help yeah. me get oh, through yeah. it, you know what i mean so yeah i've taken yeah. before i've taken on jobs knowing that i can't do them because i'm like well, Norton will help me with this and hopefully he teaches me how to do it. Yeah. You know, so that was like the first Thunderjet I did was with Norton. And then I got two or three more of them. Norton came and watched me do the second one. You know what I mean? Pretty much just verified I was doing it right. And then, you know what I mean? Third one, obviously all fine. He just wanted to look at it at the end, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm smart enough to call those dudes, you know what I mean? To come help me out. I'm lucky enough to have those dudes yeah. help me out. So it makes almost like any task is doable. You know what I mean? Like any, any Every, anything for a motorcycle is very, very within realm. Yeah. It's nice when an area has like a hub, you know, like yeah. here hub for Southern Connecticut, you know, for us to do shit like that. And, you know, yeah. like you got the easy co guys in Massachusetts and you got fat man in New Hampshire, like everywhere's got like a little hub where it's just like, everybody just congregates around that has all the shit that you need. And it's just, it's great. You know, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And yeah. if you're one of the boys, it, he, we're not most of the time, like we're not exchanging money. Like I'll take an oil tank from you. If you want me to do this work from you, or if you have something I like, I'll say like, all right, I'll do this for like that seat. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I end yep. up with some cool shit to help me out. And it ends up helping out like our little, little community down here. Sure. Keeping yeah. it rolling. Yeah. That's what's, uh, you know, like when I, I came up like late in the game and like, didn't know a bunch of people didn't, I was begging for a gray beard. You know what I mean? Like I would have, I would have S to D for a gray beard when I was like, you know, first coming up in the choppers. <laughs> Cause you don't know shit. If you don't know shit, you're like, but then like having a community and shit, all you got to do is like go out to all the swaps, go out to all the shows, go out to all the, you know, the camps and all, like all that shit. And you yep. get to know people. And then it all you, you're definitely capable of it. You just need someone to be like, I got you. You know what I mean? Like someone to be like, no, you're actually doing that right. Or like yeah, just someone to say that, you know, like that's why the community is so important, you know? Like become a part of it because it'll it'll just make you more confident, you know. 
have. When I first got into it, like I was saying, me and my two other buddies that were building these bikes in my garage with, you know, shitty tools and stuff, we didn't have Instagram, like, really then. Yeah. I mean, Instagram was a thing then, but it wasn't like, like, it wasn't like it is now. Yeah. But I was super lucky. We had Chopcoal at the time. And that was when, like, the forums were really popping off on Chopcoal. And, like, yep. you were able to go on there. And, like, I remember just going on there, like, asking the stupidest questions. Like, oh, yeah. My bike's going pop, pop, pop. What do you think it is? You know? It's like yeah. people on there playing you and then just, you know, oh, yeah. be super nice. But, yeah, thank God we had Chopcoal. Because, yeah. Yeah. Now there's a lot more information, which is pretty fucking rad. Oh yeah, honestly, you can, man. You can, and this is this YouTube is a theory I got. Yeah, this is a theory I got. Um, so I think now there's like, fuck it, I don't even care if we get canceled. I feel like there's a lot of feminine ass motherfuckers in this community right now, <laughs> and I think it's because people aren't on the forums anymore. On the forums, if you people would set you straight in the forums, dude. Like if you said some dumb yeah. shit, people would let you know. Now on Instagram, everybody's a fucking gangster. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the, the forums kept you honest. Yeah. Yeah, because no, you'd have I, to get berated by a bunch of old dudes that are on the forums, you yeah. know? But it's like, I don't I know. get bumped on a chopper scene sometimes, and I got to reel myself back in because a lot of that stuff's outside of my control. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I agree. Um, guys, you know, Charging crazy money for shit. And yeah. Stuff, stuff yeah, there's a lot of stupid crazy. stuff going on, but it's like, you know what? It doesn't have any durability. You know what I mean? Like, people that are real and actually care about this, like, these things, that's going to outlast all that. You know, this is just like a phase. You know what I mean? Like, no, they're just fucking up for the people that want it. Yeah. Right. But they're not going to last because they're not in it. Their heart's not in it. So just, right. just wait right. them out. You know what I mean? Just wait them out. No, I agree. It'll be cool when everybody steps away. <laughs> and there's only yeah. like 14 of us left. Parts back up for cheap. Yeah. Yeah. The it's part, cool. The that, I'm, I'm glad stuff. we. Oh, so crazy. I'm glad we did this episode, though, because I had. Rick's just been keeping it a secret, apparently. But I didn't know that there was like a fucking gang of you dudes out in Connecticut just like having a blast. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, now, yeah. now it's right. on my radar and I'm like, okay, I got to watch and see what the fuck's going on out there so I can get out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's fucking, there's Wolfhard Tom, dude. He oh, fucking, yeah. he's like the new wheelie oh, champion. Yeah. And I don't know if I turned into a bitch or what, but <laughs> that dude's fucking fun as hell to ride with. Fucking big twin Johnny. He rules fucking smelter BB. Oh yeah. There's that. Oh yeah. Fuck. Dude, the fucking dude, Ron just posted his bike just like nonchalantly, like eh, sneak yeah. peek. And I was like, dude, that's like a complete bike. And it's fucking awesome. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, here's a sneak peek. That's a complete bike. <laughs> that thing Pan. is so nice. So many awesome dudes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, crazy like, to think. Too. Yeah. Like killer choppers, like yeah. sick, just fucking choppers too. Yeah. Every single one of them was fucking sick ass bikes. I put up a little video on my Instagram like recently of like my little summer. You can see some of those dudes in there. Um Yeah, it's pretty much all of us. Yeah, pretty much. I missed a couple people in there. Like John's not in there and stuff like that, but I'm gonna get it all. Get him in. Get him in there next time. 
Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to getting out there this summer for sure, especially when you do that uh, that camp out there. That sounds like a fucking blast. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, sounds that'll like cool. be in Wells, New York, so we'll have to do some kind of meetup because I'm not expecting everybody to ride down to Connecticut to go back up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll have to figure it out, throw a feeler out there, and then hopefully get something going with that. Yeah. But uh, I also got to talk to Josh because he kind of put that whole thing together last year. I just kind of went along with it. Um, but, and yeah. I kind of feel like that everything's going to be like a half a skate trip anyway. So, you know, like there's sick parts <laughs> along the way. I'm sure that those are all going to be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going So just another goofy summer. Still trying to have as, as much fun as I can. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, we're fucking coming up on almost two hours here. Um, Sheesh. Hopefully we get all of you fucking Connecticut guys down to the chop luck. It's gonna be a fucking blast. And yeah, right, it's fucking definitely. winter time. Huh. So good to see all the boys. You can yeah. sleep at the VFW. Nice. <laughs> they didn't they didn't authorize that, but you can. <laughs> yeah. I listen, I live I live fucking a mile from the VFW and I got a couch in my shop and a fucking pellet stove. So if anybody needs it. Oh. Oh, it's that's your first thing. Yeah. So. We'll wake up and like, where's Chris? My fucking pellet stove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. No, We've just... converted another one. He's yep. he's a pellet daddy now. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I got to get on Marketplace. Yeah, so get back in touch with us. If you end up doing that winter show, um, hit us up. We'll fucking blast that out for you. And then uh, if you end up doing that camp out thing, let us know, and we'll try to get yeah, some of the fucking boys big... together. Yeah, yeah. Definitely riding to camp trips. Like, yeah. that, that's what's That's about. the that's shit, yeah. That's yeah. the jam right there. Riding yep. camp. I don't no chase trucks, no fucking if you break down, have your boy come get you or something. Dude, you know what? Yeah. I think that's what's I think that's what's missing. I think that we you need like a ride your you know, like all these shows are awesome, but like ride your chopper to the camp. Dude, I no did chase it trucks, no year. yeah, no no vans, Man, none of that shit. Everybody that's a niche. That's it. That shit is a little bit intimidating. Yeah. I think it might change up this year. I'm just talking. I'm talking shit to try to get people to come. (laughs) (laughs) No, we like a challenge. I like it. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do that camp trip. So yeah, I'll I'll let you. I'll let you know about that. Definitely appreciate you guys putting all that stuff on blast. Appreciate you guys reaching out. For sure. Next up, we gotta get Nate on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, get all. Get all the boys. Any of them that want to come on, oh, yeah. we're more than happy. Um, listen, we even Fuck. did one with, um, oh, God, fucking uh, Long John Chopperco. And it was like a garage night, dude. Oh. It was him. It was him and um, Bubba. Bubba. Dude, it oh, was the fucking, yeah. it was one of the dopest shows. It was, it was so just fun. those two walking around the garage, like crushing favorite. beers. Yeah. So yeah. even if you guys yeah, all want to just get over there, man, and do like a garage night episode, that'd be fucking cool. We'll do. Yeah, we did a couple of garage nights so far. We'd do another one. Yeah, can I yeah. garage nights get the old heads down there? Oh yeah. Yep. 
Cool. Well, all right, boys. It was good to fucking talk to you. Hopefully, we'll be able to meet up at some point this fucking winter. That way, we don't all go fucking stir crazy and get the winter blues. No doubt. Do you have any uh, closing words? Anything you want people to know? Where people can find you, etc. Uh, Instagram, Oxford Choppers. Um, yeah, if, if let me help you finish your bike, or if you got some ideas and you want some custom shit built, or you know, you need risers without rubbers because we don't use rubbers around here. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking build season, baby. Hit up Oxford, go. <laughs> yeah, we'll help you out. Whatever you need. Whatever you need, we can try to try our best to make it happen. I fucking love it. But yeah, it was great seeing you both. And uh, Hey, we yeah. still got to do the sponsors. And a final uh, question. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> oh, final question. You have a final? All right, let me do the sponsor real quick. You do the sponsors, I'll think of one. All right. Up first, we got No Luck Paintworks in Manchester, New Hampshire. Dan is cooking up some of the dopest fucking paint jobs in the Northeast. Hit him up if you have a chopper, diner, fucking bagger, sports store, whatever you want. He'll give you the fucking ultimate facelift for your shitty chopper. Up next, we got Lowbrow Customs, everything you need for the road ahead. One of, uh, probably one of the only websites we can build an entire fucking bike off one website. Um, Tyler and his team support pretty much everything in the chopper community. So return the favor and hit up lowbrowcustoms.com. Next, we have Deadbeat Customs, the creator of the Deadbeat Retreat, where all low lives go to die and OD on some kind of fucking drug. Um, make sure you buy your fucking tickets for that when it comes out. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout and uh, check them out on YouTube and Instagram. Next, we got Steel City Blacksmithing. Twisting up everything fucking metal. He is fucking forging everything. Even if it's not metal, he's shoving it in that fucking forge. Uh, he is one of the fucking invited builders for the smoke out. So make sure you follow him at Steel City Blacksmithing uh, on Instagram. Next, we got Stay Strong Co. The fucking man who makes the best hot sauce in the whole goddamn world. The shit is fucking phenomenal. It'll spice up your sex life. It'll make you have a fucking harder dick for longer. Um, it does all those things. Go hit up Stay Strong Co. on Instagram and order some of the shit hot sauce. Done. No. <laughs> Last but what? not least, Rhino Resto. Inconveniently located in Hennecker, New Hampshire. <laughs> I am back. And better than ever. I've been doing actually I just did uh Lex, uh one of our laddies, I did his wheel cast iron. Um Love it. Came out beautiful. Um carburetors, wheels, anything you want, vapor honed, like we said last week, one hundred percent guaranteed to make your penis two inches longer or your height two inches higher. Love it. And last but not least, Loctite's Chop Shop. Conveniently located in Epic, New Hampshire. It's the fucking center of the universe. It says it right on our fucking <laughs> sign. Um, if you need any pinstripe and done, hit me up. Loctite's Chop Shop on Instagram. And then we got the two fucking special sponsors this week. Oxford Co. Choppers and Chopshit.com. Um, check them both out on Instagram. Um, they have all the best fucking parts in the game. And if you don't support them, you're a piece of shit. So go check them both out. 
And Rhino with the final question. What do you got? All right. Do you guys consent? We need verbal consent. Yes. I think this is why we got fucking kicked off. (laughs) Yeah, probably. We'll see. Does lightning strike twice? But would you rather have T-Rex arms that are penises or have penises down your back like a stegosaurus? I think I have a lot of penises on my back like a stegosaurus because then, you know, like, I don't know, I could like scratch my back with my dick. (laughs) That's the move. I don't think I'd want T-Rex dick arms. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. You wouldn't be able to do shit. (laughs) Motherfucked two chicks at the same time. Yeah, you could be super (laughs) cool. I think the look, the look though. That's an aesthetic. That's a vibe. Double dicking? I don't think it's a vibe. It's not a vibe. That's a handicap. Yeah. <laughs> you, can yeah. Have, you can't hold like a fork and eat food. <laughs> You're going to take the back? I think so. Do the penises get a, like, like, will you, like, if you get an erection, are you getting a back oh, yeah. full? Yeah, you get a full. Oh, that erection. would suck. That would suck, dude. Oh, no, you no. actually with the stegosaurus ones, you probably lose all the blood to your face. You get white, you pass out. How many spines does the stegosaurus have? A lot. a lot of dicks. And then you get a tail full of dicks too. Yeah, and then you could just lay on the ground flat, and then you could have yeah. like. Think about the vibe you would set at chopper shows. <laughs> <laughs> giving girls piggyback rides? <laughs> I'm going to go with the arms because I sleep. <laughs> yeah, morning would you just rise off the bed like uh, Exorcist or something? Yeah, but how are you welding and like running a lathe with dick arms? <laughs> I think I saw something. Do you guys follow somebody was doing foot tig welding? I just, you know what? I just, if I had penises for arms, I don't think I'd be riding choppers anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And I don't think if, yeah, if I had penises on my back, I imagine sitting down on a top would be extremely uncomfortable. Do you have balls that's with true. the penis too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 30 yeah. No, balls. come on. You didn't say that. It's got to be just In dicks. hair. <laughs> Listen, I'm going with the dicks. I'm going with the dicks on the back, and then I'm going to have Wes at Customer Instruction make me a little helmet for each dick. <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. That's the show. We appreciate you, boys. And uh, we'll talk soon. (laughs) We are leaving.